A key component of the modern world economy, the chemical industry delivers products and innovations to enhance everyday life. It is also an industry in transformation, where chemical executives and workers are delivering growth and industry-changing advancements while responding to pressures from investors, regulators, and public opinion. Discover how leading companies are approaching these challenges here on The Chemical Show. Join Victoria Meyer, president of Progressio Global and host of The Chemical Show, as she speaks with executives across the industry and learns how they are leading their companies to grow, transform, and push industry boundaries on all frontiers. Here's your host, Victoria Meyer. Hi, I'm Victoria Meyer. Welcome to The Chemical Show. Today, I have the opportunity to speak with Mr. Yibo Lee, who is the CEO of the Jiwa Group. He joined the company in 2009 after choosing to drop out of university, and maybe we'll hear about that, although he's since completed an education at Harvard Business School. Since starting his career, he's grown with the company and has introduced a systematic, global, synergetic lean management mode to Jiwa Group. And during that time, Jiwa has transformed from a traditional Chinese private company into a global enterprise group. So we're going to have a great conversation about doing business in China, how the company has grown from a private enterprise, a small private enterprise, to the company that it is today and more. Yibo, welcome to The Chemical Show. Thank you. What is your origin story? What got you interested in chemicals uh, and what brought you to the helm in your current role? Okay. So my father and mother was like a chemical engineer. So they started making epoxy sheaves in our kitchen. So when in I was kitchen, uh, that's amazing. 60 years old. So that's how they started the business, private business. So you get interested in this area. And then in 1998, they start their own business in some place in northeast part of China. And I'm watching how they grow the business for the first 10 years. So that's influenced me a lot. So I think I should share some responsibility and also chemical thing for me. Yeah. In your family? Yes. Awesome. So tell us about Jiwa. So the company started in your parents' kitchen. Yes. And then how has it evolved and what is it today? Jiahua was the, like one of the largest alcohol city in China. And not just have alcohol station technology, we also have a lot of other technology is developed in the last 10 years. So we treat us as a specialty chemical company. I joined the business in 2009. And during that time, we are around 200 million US dollars, something like that. And right now, uh, last year, the revenue is uh, two billion US dollars. So that's something about our story. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tremendous growth. So you've grown not just in China, but globally. Yeah. Why? Because when I look at what's going on with many international companies, US companies, European companies, they would like to grow in China. Yeah. <laughs> and yet as a Chinese company, you're looking to grow elsewhere. Yeah. Why? So one of the reasons for our growth is not just uh, like uh, put a big capacity volume dumping the products. In the last 10 years, so I was the R&D leader in this company. So we start to develop application technology for multi-different areas. And then we start to understand what type of chemical we need for the formulations to help customers solve the problem. And after that, we start develop, like uh, we start build a team to develop a chemical engineer and the technical package, which we can build capacity based on our technology from the lab. Right. So that's how it grows. So we have a strong engine is the R&D. So right now we have like 150 people working on R&D. And it's like 15% of the total employee. Okay. And every year we file 100 patents. 
So it's a lot of patents. Yes. So uh, globally, actually, not just in China. So we have strong engine, and we try to transfer the, this company to a special LT chemical player, not just the alkylator. Got it. So if we go more special, we will figure out that's more than seventy demand instant products not in China. Got it. So that's the reason why we need expansion globally. And we figure out that the, the we develop our business in China. At the same time, we understand the needs in US or Europe. We also understand the requirements in Middle East and Africa. Okay. So, like we, if we see US and Europe, we can see the future for China. And then we can look back and about China, and we can use the experience in Middle East and Africa or Southeast Asia. So that's how we play in the chemical world. Got it. So entering the more mature markets, which require more specialties and more sophisticated、yeah. products, to test them out and eventually bring them back into China. Yes. Okay. Interesting. So, how has the pandemic and the shutdowns affected your best business and growth, and especially in China? I think certainly. All across the media, and all the people that do business with、yeah. China recognize there's been significant disruptions. Yeah, how has that affected you? I think the biggest challenge for us during the lockdown is the logistic. I think the plants still operate. Okay. Yeah, and I think the employee contributes a lot because they're living in the plants. In the past, there was not a lot, but during Special periods. So the、stay. employees have stayed at the plant. So you've hit some of the lockdown yeah, so, restrictions. Yeah. So so we have some、uh, empty building and we put beds and in the building. So、yeah. they they living there for two months.、Okay. So that's how we operate because we cannot shut down. We, our company have a pipeline to connect with like a big、uh, cracker or petrochemical company. So they don't want to shut down, or they cannot. So we we choose、uh, like follow them. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense, and that's interesting. I hadn't thought about the locating your people right there. Yeah. What have you seen in terms of demand? Because that's the other thing that we seem more holistically across the market is that、yeah. demand seems to be in decline, particularly in China. Certainly, Europe is affected by、yeah. the Russian-Ukraine war and recession, etc. What are you seeing from that perspective? I think the market is in different areas, different. So I think the decline for in China is、uh, the reason for the decline in China is different compared with Europe. So I talk about something about China. So I think the decline is not because there is no demand. It's just because people like lockdown. Not just in Shanghai right now, right. many cities. And then your logistics go didn't travel. And then your logistics slow down. And if logistics slow down and、uh, your total. Like the move of goods slow down,、right. and then that affects the finance markets. The money flow or rotation slow down,、right. and the people get fear to spend money、mm -hmm. because they don't have like a good prediction or for the future. So there is some uncertainty. So they don't know what time they can like、uh, travel, and that will be influence the consumer demands.、Right. So that's making the decline happens. It's not because they don't want to. Buy something, or they cannot afford something. You can say the like a saving rate in the bank.、Mm. Actually, the it's like a continuous increase. Is it really? So、okay. that means the money was lay in the bank, and I think our problem is the the productivity and the efficiency getting some trouble. But it's easy to fix、okay. if they change the policy. And it's the uncertainty and the lack of mobility and being able to utilize these goods and services.、Yeah. What effect do you see that happening on your business elsewhere? Outside of China, because you've obviously expanded quite a bit in、yeah. other regions. We also see some slowdown in some regions, and we also see a lot of new demand is coming. 
for like a different type of reason. Because every year we enter like two different uh, industrial or applications. So we always have some new business. So we can see some of our customers have very strong demand in some of the applications. In some areas, they decline. And it's also depend where they are, yeah. So as a relatively new entrant into the market, how do you develop that business? How do you develop and win business across these different regions and products? I think the value we can, uh, first we should uh, create value for the customers. We cannot uh, just uh, compete. So value creation is uh, very important for us mm -hmm. in different regions. We don't want to people treat us as an enemy. So we also we don't believe behave like that. I think uh, that we create value by two ways. The first is that we can provide technology. So we are very good on that. So the team is very efficient, develop new products, new process, good quality of product, and also the technical service. Got it. On the other side is we figure out customer maybe not just need the products with like a cheaper price. They also need service. So at the same time, we also hope we can provide local good service. That's include logistic and the other type of service. Right. So we try to combine them together. So we want to put a slogan that's advanced technology and the service. And service, yes. And you're right, that's critical. That's a big part of what companies are looking for as part of their customer experience and the service. And certainly when you're looking at technical products, yeah. they need that technical support and yeah. the service to provide that. So you will tell me about where your technology and where your unique focus is. I know that you do a lot of work with research universities and other things. What's the differentiator for you? Yeah, first, we spend a lot of time to understand customer needs. So that customer needs maybe that from multinationals or from local customers. So they're all different. Even they like require same products, the demand is very different. Customer needs is different. So we spend a lot of time to understand needs. And then we can push the needs to specification. Okay. And then we can do the research works or develop the products. The accuracy is much better compared with you create something. Yeah. And so, promoting the markets. Some people like, some people don't like. So start with what the customer is looking for and develop products to meet that. Yeah. And then I know when we took our little pause here that you are visiting Stanford and some other universities while yeah. you're here in, in the U.S. Yeah. What's important about those relationships? So one thing is that we cannot just run chemical business by a traditional way. So the world is changing fast. And the productivity is very important for us. And we want to increase our productivity. So right now, our productivity is also very high. So we have about 1,100 employees okay. run to billion business, so which is three times of put compare with the traditional players uh, in specialty chemical area. And uh, but we think there's still room to grow. So we try to use more data and machine study for in R&D, in planning, in production sites. And when you have a lot of data, uh, you have a speed to making all the mathematics, and then you get the best routes to improve. And I think that's the reason why we want to combine technology chemistry together. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, technology and chemistry, but in technology, in this case, IT and AI to support the chemical industry. Yes. And I think you're right. Data is becoming very important. Yeah. It's always been important. I think it's becoming even more important. Yeah. What about digitalization? So as a young company, yeah. it seems like you can do a lot with digitalization yeah. that maybe some of the more established yeah. companies can't. What role does digitalization play? Yeah, we are heavy like investments on IT stuff. 
and and because we have like a limit people globally. Yeah. And also our manufacturer site in China is in like eight different cities. Oh wow. So we don't have very a lot of people in the company or a lot of people in the production. So that's the reason why we need a heavily investment IT. So the first problem we so need to be a communication. Mm-hmm. So we have some very unique software apps or software helping us to do all the internal communication and the people can share all the files. So we can, maybe 100 people can writing on the same file. And then wow. the efficiency is very good. And yeah. also for the, all our meeting was the record first. Second one is that there is a automation translation. So actually the people don't really need to speak English. By the translation and the, the click in US can get the most of the meaning. Got it. But, during, but we need to do a lot of work. For example, we need to put the chemical words in the like in this system and then they can like make translation yeah those type of things these translators don't understand chemistry yeah, so, very well yeah yeah and also in the production we also using a lot of software to collect data and then we try to link them together and to using some software to making dashboards and then we can understand where we have problem which yeah. part we need to improve so, so the whole thing is uh, improving efficiency. Yeah, that's yeah. A, it sounds like a to a certain degree a very internal focus. Are you doing much digital with your customers? Today, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Um, but we encourage a lot of our customers to using the similar type of software like us. Yeah. And then when we have uh, like some drone technology developments, so that'll be easy to communicate and also transparency. Got it. Awesome. Where are you going next with Jiwa? Now, I think you had significant growth to date yeah. and you have some significant growth ambitions. Can you share that with us? Yeah. So I think right now the like uh, the green energy is a hot topic. We already start some uh, like uh, research and, uh, and uh, development on this area. We already filed like 20 patents wow. for the least three battery like uh, applications. Got it. So that's uh, one direction. And we're also working closely with uh, some automotive EV car company and like battery manufacturers. So that's one direction. So another direction, so I believe that uh, the raw material for chemistry chemicals should come from the like our uh, renewable resources. And so we're doing a lot of those type of works. And in the beginning, we, be, we may do some chemical reaction. And the phase two is we do fermentation. And we already have some uh, products commercialized with the customers. Some of the green bio-based products. Yes. Okay. Maybe we select bio-based. So that's a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. So we don't using, we have technology using soybean, palm oil, castor oil. At the same time, we are also looking for the bio-based. So we think if we can solve the bio-based problem and bio-based to chemicals. So I think the value we create for the world will be like... A, Significant. Yes. Yeah. Is there a challenge in bringing technology out of China into other locations? Because you've obviously, you've got, you're developing businesses in North America, yeah. in Europe, etc. Are there barriers that you're seeing in terms of transferring technology that maybe is developed in China and bringing it to another region? So far, we didn't see any problems. And we have lawyers both in U.S. and uh, China. So they set up a regulation for us inside of the company. So we didn't facing this type of problem right okay. now. Yeah. That's good. I know that intellectual property and patenting and just the, all the technology is tricky. It's uh, always, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you understand the rule in, or law in different uh, 
place. Yeah, so we're using lawyer to like uh, helping us on this yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. So what can we be expecting from to hear from Jiwa over the next twelve to eighteen months? What should we be looking for? So we will continue to have some uh, like expansion, and right now we're closely working with the customer everywhere actually. So we will have uh, like uh, ten or fifteen projects commercialized. So in the next uh, few months. 15 months or 12 months. So our portfolio of products will be change a little bit. But I think that the change will be more and more fast because we still slow on some project management. But right now we have, first we have some good, very good software helping us making the project management transparency. Second one, our people already have some failure. So we learn something from the failures. Yes. Number three is that we try to understand the needs from the market leader downstream customers so that the requirements should be accurate. Yeah, so that's what we are going to do. Awesome. Eva, thank you for spending time with me today on your visit here in the U.S. And for folks that are watching the YouTube, you'll see that I'm actually in person with my guests this week as opposed to via Zoom. So it's a great opportunity to do. And I wish you continued success. Okay, thank you. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah, and thank, thank you, you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, thank for you listening everyone. to the Chemical Show. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Thank okay. you. We've come to the end of today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time with us and want to learn more. Simply visit thechemicalshow.com for additional information and helpful resources. Join us again next time here on The Chemical Show with Victoria Meyer.